This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Our business coach is already holding to give Tumelo some advice. Accountant, business coach, and CEO of my doe, Tabero Rapara, will join us in a moment. Tumelo Modisha is from and is the founder of Saniki Best Supply. She told us all about her business and what advice she would like to get from our business coach today. And this is what she had to say. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Uh, this is Tumelo Mudisha. Uh, I'll tell you more about Saniki Pest Supply. Uh, this Saniki Pest Supply is a poultry farming where we deal with crop and poultry farming also. So in, in poultry farming, we do the, 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 the broilers, chickens, and the layer chickens, where we raise them from day-old chicks until six weeks. That's when we call it a... a, 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 a a point of lay when it's a it's a layers, and then a, a, when it's a broilers is a selling point and at a six weeks. So we raise them from day one until six weeks. So with layers we raise them from uh, day one until uh, eighteen months. They lay up until eighteen months. So we also do the crop. Uh, we don't have a big. Uh, we are only using a baguette for now, but it's it's working for us. We also mentor the other farmers out there and the young kids are coming out there so that they also learn and start something with their life. As you can see, we don't have job in South Africa. So we decided to start this business in 2019 in September. So until now, we are still going on. So this name, Saniki, Bed Supply. Okay, Saniki is my mom. Uh, my mom, she passed on in 2016. So I decided to name my company after her so that uh, even the generation coming after me will understand where it comes from. So she's the woman that mentored me and grew me to become the woman that I am today. So I named my company after her. It means a lot. So that's why it is Saniki. Then we supply the best. This Everything is the best from us. Then we join with best supply. So I, I didn't study farming. I fell in love with agriculture when I was in high school. Uh, in grade 10, I started to study uh, agricultural science of which I liked it and I started to loving animal production and plant production. That's when I took it as my career now, but I hope one day I'll go and study this farming industry so that I will do anything with theory and practical. So the things that I struggle sometimes uh, is time. When you have a lot of customers, they'll be calling you left and right. They need their products and you are alone maybe for deliveries. Sometimes the market might be slow, especially during a month. You find out uh, there's no customers, they come and they want, they want credit. Yeah, we do, Melo, can you please give us eggs? We will pay you and that will kill you because the layers they eat every day. The brellas they eat every day. I mean, you have to buy feeds, you have to buy medications. And when they start saying, okay, give us uh, eggs, give us chickens, we'll pay you month end. It's something that uh, will make you stuck as young farmers. You will stop so the marketing will help also and a, a bigger place I, I would like to get a bigger place like a 10 hectare or 5 hectare so that i will harvest a lot of my vegetables that i plant because like, i plant like green peppers spinach carrots beetroot chilies yes that's what i do at my backyard at the moment so the advice that I would like to give our young South African or our young farmers or the upcoming farmers or our youth is that 
you have to start with whatever that you have. Uh, you don't need to wait for someone to give you money to start your business. You don't need a huge amount to start your business. The little that you have, you can go there, buy your seats. You can go out there, uh, buy your, your chicks. You can go there, buy something and start selling and you keep moving. Like you just drive yourself and then the world will see you. People will see you. Whoever that comes into your life to help you will come. But you have to stick to yourself and be self-dedicated. You have to create a job. You are the job self. So you don't need to wait for someone for calling you or come for interview or something. So you have to do it. You have to start so that someone will come and pick you up. So that's what I can say. We need to do it. It's possible, black child. So if I can do it, you can also do it. And then uh, where you can find me, people, this is my contact number. It's 072 You can also find me on Facebook. It's Lendi Buitumelo Modisha. On Facebook, Lendi Buitumelo Modisha. Uh, our business account is Saniki Best Supply. On Facebook, you can also find it there. And you see our work and you learn a lot from there. And you can, my email is tumelomudisha93 at gmail.com. So that's where you can get me my phone call. It goes WhatsApp and everything. You can call me for any information that you want, any mentoring, any kind of business that you want to start. We will be there for you. Thank you very much. You have a good day. All right, that's Tumelo Mutisha, founder of Saniki Pest Supply. Up next, Erdo Fawarbo Tabero Raparvarmini, as far as advice is concerned, accountant, business coach, and CEO of My Dough. And right now, we talk to accountant, business coach, and CEO of My Dough, Tabelo Rapala. Good morning. Welcome to the show, Tabelo. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, How are you? Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. You know, the entrepreneur that we are having today is facing a challenge that many small business owners seem to be struggling with. The question around someone can say, I didn't study business management, so how do I find my way around managing my business? Or I haven't studied a particular field, which is a sector which I'm in. How do I go about running this business? What do you normally say to these kind of questions? Well, what I can start with is, you know, we start businesses from different circumstances in life, and you primarily do not need a formal education in business. What I promote and say is, have a heart for learning as a start, because there's so much material out there that one can learn from. So, that day, you know, if you want to learn, you'll be able to do well. And there's three key things that I would say, you know, I foundation to business, and each business owner must try to do this. One, you know, you need to learn how to sell. You know, two, you need to learn how to re- retain your clients. And lastly, you need to be able to, you know, sell good quality products or services to your clients. Selling is one area that, you know, entrepreneurs shy away from. It's a muscle that you have to exercise to get and do better every day. So you need to identify who your clients are, you know, what they like and how you sell to them. And beyond that, you need to go out and, you know, sell, collect cash. And make sure that, you know, there's money in the bank. And you also need to manage and understand how your costs, you know, running the business so that you don't end up making a loss. Sure. You know, um, one other important thing that I would say for small businesses is you need to also learn to separate your life from your business. That way you don't see how your business is performing. Retaining clients is quite important as well. You know, it doesn't help for you to go out and sell, but you're losing your clients. So you need to focus as well to say, you know, with my clientele, what do they like? How do I retain them? Do I get customer feedback, for example? You know, how do I improve my, 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 my services? Do I tend to complain, punish me? 
you know, those are important things that we need to learn and, and investigate how to do better within the space. And lastly, I say, you know, as a business owner, you know, um, as a farmer, for example, you know, you may not do it alone. So you must be a, the best hiring agency for your business. Get the right people, the best talent within your business so that you are able to deliver good quality services to your clients and be able to monitor how they're performing and also train them and best and train them uh, so that you're able to set yourself apart from the next business. Yeah. So she farms crops on the one side and then on the other she supplies chicken. Um, I mean, what happens normally in, in a setup like this? Should she be considering these two as different businesses or a wholesome business that brings food? So um, the different factors that you can look at, you know, I would say, you know, if separating the businesses, I would say she needs to look at, you know, the the, the cause of separating the business, which, for example, you're able to focus and specialize in in one area and you're able to deepen your, 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 your understanding and specialization in a certain area. The other thing is you're able to go out and brand your company as such. People know exactly what you offer. You also have financial clarity in terms of, you know, this is just one business. I understand how the money is coming in and how it's flowing out and you're able to, you know, analyze how it's performing and how to improve the business. You're also able to manage risk. You know, if one business fails, you know, it doesn't affect the other one if you, you know, uh, manage them separately. However, some of the consequences of that is you, if you run into separate businesses, it means double the cost. You need to be incurring, you know, overhead costs or similar or shared resources like, you know, equipment, you know, because you're running two separate businesses. The other thing that becomes a complexity is, you know, you are now running two separate businesses that need your focus and attention. You also you know, lose out on synergy or cross-promotion of opportunities. For example, you know, she, she may use, you know, excess crops to for the chicken, yeah. you know, or, for example, you know, she can sell cabbages to the same clients um, while selling the eggs, you know, so you lose out on that. And lastly, there's quite a lot of administrative and legal considerations. If you're running two separate businesses, you need to pay for the setup, you know, um, separate financial records, compliance with regulatory requirements that you need to pay for. So what I normally say is, you know, you, you can run one business that has two service lines, but you need to be very careful in terms of recording what each business is doing so that one business does not, you know, um, leave it from the other from a survival perspective. You might find that the chicken business is actually not doing well, but you don't see it because it's combined. So you need to then be very clear in terms of how you, of, of how you manage the funds, expenses so that we are clear in terms of which business is, is doing well and which one is not and needs attention. All right, thank you so much. There is accountant, business coach and CEO of my Do, Tabelo Rapala. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.